0: This evening I will offer a guided sit with uh, the development of concentration. So sitting comfortably. So this evening I ask that you just simply allow yourself to enter into and experiment uh, specifically with this way, this approach of developing concentration, which, which is actually a very simple, direct, and potentially powerful practice. Though, while it's simple, it's not always so easy. And it's a very valuable and actually essential basis uh, and aspect of vipassana, mindfulness-based insight practice, as well as uh, a practice that can stand alone and um, is a very powerful, beautiful uh, way of developing the mind. This is a practice of uh, a gentle and deep and eventually profound letting go. Not clinging, not pushing away, but just very simply recognizing what's happening and very simply letting go, which means not being attached or averse to anything such as silence or various other conditions within you and around you, or to any experiences that come through any of the six Sense doors, including any results or fruits of concentration practice that show up. The development of concentration is hindered by getting stuck and identified with attachment to any bodily and mental experience, be it a pleasant or unpleasant experience. So as we move through this this evening, no matter what else arises in consciousness, any body or mind consciousness, we practice with the simple and the gentle Intention, not to dwell anywhere but with the touch sensations or the movement sensations of the in and the out breath. And we'll begin by making or heartfully making a simple and clear intention to make the breath the touch sensations of the breath your focus of attention. With each of the sense doors, eyes, ears, nose, tongue, touch, and the mind door, thought, all of the sensory information that comes in through each of these sense doors, with this practice of developing concentration, the intention is to let go, and just simply and gently return to the breath. Let go, relax, and just simply return to the breath with interested, bright, and relaxed energy and attention. It's important to keep the mind and the heart bright and spacious and not get involved with any bodily struggles anywhere. So it means finding an appropriate sitting posture, a comfortable sitting posture on the floor some of you are or in a chair where bodily discomfort doesn't exist or is at least minimal. And if you need to very slightly shift your posture uh, so that you don't get involved with any bodily struggles, that's okay. And sometimes it just takes a very tiny amount of a shift to resettle comfortably into the body. Struggling with body pain with this um, way of approaching and developing concentration, it isn't really a struggle worth engaging in. It keeps the attention rooted on a gross level. So let's just, you already set comfortably, but let's take a few minutes right now, or a moment now, to really settle into your posture comfortably. A posture where bodily discomfort is either non-existent, or minimal and take your time with this in having a simple and a clear intention to make the breath the touch sensations of the breath the focus of attention, the practice asks us to develop the ability to stay with the object of attention, to stay with the breath, at least initially with the development of concentration. This is where our attention is focused. This is the first step. And in some ways it's really the most important and Uh, often the most difficult step of the practice. We're applying the attention. And the Pali word for this is vitaka. It's usually translated as applied thought. So we're applying the attention, uh, as it's classically called, or applying thought, as it's classically called, with a clear intention to constantly return the attention to the breath somewhere in the area of the nostrils. Or, for those of you uh, doing mindfulness-based insight, vipassana practice during this retreat as your primary practice, you can return to the rising and falling movement in the belly with uh, the in-breath and the out-breath. Or you're also welcome to try the breath with the attention in the area of the nostrils and upper lip this vitaka practice this applied thought uh, applying the attention this process it's a process and it may need to occur many times within a sit as we learn as we train the mind to bring the attention to a connected, one-pointed focus. Great patience is called for with this practice. We learn and develop great patience through this practice. Cultivating and learning patience is an ongoing and really primary quality of the mind and heart that happens with this samatha practice. two other qualities of mind and heart that this practice calls for are developed through the practice very important qualities relaxation and wise effort true relaxation has nothing to do with lethargy or laziness it's actually an alert ease in body and mind wise effort. It's a bright and relaxed interest, making an effort in your practice, not a tight, tense, over-efforting. Striving and lethargy will actually prohibit, will not allow the development of concentration and tranquility. It's like tuning a guitar. If the strings are too loose, the music will be out of tune. If the strings are too tight, they'll break. And in either case, we can't play, (coughs) just as any musician does. In order to play the music of your practice, in order to play the music of concentration and tranquility, you need to tune up regularly. So, again, keeping it very, very simple. This practice of staying with the breath at the touching point as it brushes or touches either the top of the upper lip or around the edges of the nostrils or that skin space between the nose and the mouth. Or the rising and falling movement of the breath in the belly. One needs to be willing to let go of thought. Willing to cut thought. So the practice in relationship to this is to just briefly, (coughs) lightly, Recognize that thought is occurring. And then just simply let it go. With, again, with the intention to not dwell anywhere except with the breath sensations at the touching point. This needs to remain clear and, and firm, but not tight as we engage in this practice. So now we'll take a moment or two to gently each of you make a simple, clear intention to make the touching point or the sensations of the breath in your belly, the rising and falling movement in your belly, your focus of attention. The touching point in the area of the nostrils, the skin space or the upper lip, the breath there, or the rising and falling movement in the belly. A gentle intention to make this your focus of attention. So finding your place, your place of attention, somewhere in this, these areas, this area, the place where at this point you're most easily able to notice and feel the sensations of the in and the out breath. And at this point, let the noticing be a general noticing. Keeping the attention clear and connected, but at the same time, soft and relaxed. The attention again at the touching point or the Anapana spot or in the belly. there's no hurry no hurry at all taking your time you have all the time you need If it's helpful at times as the practice unfolds this evening, you can reconnect briefly with your intention to learn this practice, this healing and beautiful practice. again a general noticing of the sensations of the breath soft and easy with interest now mindfulness primarily of the sensations of the in-breath at your touching point you'll probably notice something regarding the out-breath as well but a primary attention connecting with the sensations of the in-breath Relaxing Receptive Interested In just this However it is There's no particular or special way it's supposed to feel. Just as it is. And now mindfulness primarily of the sensations of the out-breath at the touching point. In intimacy with the breath as it breathes itself an In intimacy with the outbreath coming close Touching the experience With mindful attention Gently With interest now mindfulness of both the in-breath and the out-breath at the touching point. This beautiful breath, this beautiful breath of life. Present, connected, mindful. Breath not as a thought, not as a concept. The direct experience, the sensorial experience of the in-breath and the out breath, however it is don't follow the breath up into the nose or into the body or through the body or out of the body keeping it very simple This simplicity is what allows concentration to develop and blossom. Staying with the breath at the touching point as it brushes or touches. Maybe the top of the upper lip, the space between the nose and the upper lip or around the edges of the nostrils or the attention in the abdominal area, the belly. This is what will enable you to move towards perfecting your concentration. relationship to the thinking and wandering mind. This is a practice of a deep and eventually profound letting go. Not clinging, not pushing away, but just very simply recognizing what's happening and very simply letting go, which means not being attached or averse to anything, any of the physical or mental phenomena that's occurring within you, as well as the various other conditions around you, such as maybe silence or sounds. Including, and very important at this point, any results or fruits of concentration practice that show up. We just simply notice mindfully what's occurring with no attachment and no identification, no self identification. It's useful and very helpful now and ongoing throughout the practice to guard the sense doors. Meaning, in this case, to absorb only a minimum of sensory impressions. And this isn't always so easy as you may have strong habits of looking for and letting in many, many sensory impressions. Specifically in relationship to this practice of concentration, the importance of guarding the sense doors is that it cuts down the nutriments for thinking and getting caught by or dwelling in thought. And I can assure you that the development, the strengthening and deepening of concentration will be nurtured through practicing this way. So we engage in this practice in a more cloistered way than we may have practiced meditation previously and it's very, very worthwhile and if you need to renew your intention at any point, please do that lightly, gently when you notice that the developing concentration is starting to crumble around the edges or that it's fading into wandering mind or maybe you notice that the focus of attention of concentration has been totally lost this is a time with gentleness and kindness the gentleness and kindness of a patient heart to just simply renew your intention to come back to the breath to focus with connection and clarity and at the same time with relaxed a relaxed attention to the sensations of the in-breath and the out-breath at the touching point At times, the mind may easily get tired during the early stages of this samatha practice. As it takes considerable effort, actually. If the mind gets too tired, the practice will then become a struggle and it won't be successful. So it's important to keep the energy balanced, bright, light, and high in order to stay out of the realm of struggle. Some people have such a long and strong habit of struggle That it may at first be hard to even recognize it as unskillful and unnecessary. And then to just simply let it go. But in time, with wholesome intention, wise effort, and the heart of patience, the mind and the heart will learn to stay, stay out of or gently let go of struggle. So again, continuing with the one-pointed focused attention, applying and sustaining attention on the breath, in the area of the nostrils, upper lip area, or with the abdominal area. when the breath sensations are subtle, you shouldn't make try to make the breath more obvious. As this will actually cause agitation and your concentration won't develop. Just be aware of the breath as it is. And if it's not clear, Just simply wait patiently for where you last noticed it. You'll find that as you apply your mindfulness and wisdom in this way, the breath will reappear. And so keep going with the practice. Breath by breath. As concentration goes on developing it's very natural that the breath becomes more and more subtle, not stronger and sharper. Just before concentration starts to move into quite a deep place, when tranquility is clearly in place and is sustaining, the practice is then moving towards a particular sign of concentration called the nimitta, which is an object that appears in the mind and is only perceived purely in the mind because of the development of concentration when this hasn't occurred but is on the cusp of occurring the breath starts to become very very subtle and unclear And sometimes people may even think that it's stopped. If this happens, you should keep your awareness where you last noticed the breath. And very patiently, just wait there for it. Mindfulness may not be strong enough and deep enough to notice the incredible subtlety of the breath at that point. But it will show up again to be noticed. the very venerable Powak Sayadaw says that when this happens when it seems as though the breath has disappeared he says there are only a few people in the world who don't breathe he says a dead person a fetus in the womb, a drowned person or a drowning person, and maybe an unconscious person, a person in the fourth jhana, and a person in the particular phase of enlightenment called the attainment of cessation. He said only these six types of people do not breathe. Reflect on the fact that you're not one of them and that you are really, in reality, breathing and that it's just that your mindfulness is not strong enough for you to be aware of the very subtle breath at this point in your practice. Keeping the mind and heart bright and spacious. Receptive and relaxed. Keeping it very simple. Staying with the breath at the touching point. As it brushes or touches the top of the upper lip or the area around the edges of the nostrils or the skin space between the nose and the mouth, or the movement of the breath in the belly. As we practice with this simple intention to not dwell anywhere other than with the touch or the movement sensations of the in and the out breath this beautiful breath Thank you for listening and practicing the Dhamma. we'll close our evening by chanting the sharing of blessings through the goodness that arises thank you for listening